lobster stuffed with tacos. I really like the bass in this. Y'all in chat need to tell us if it's too loud. It'll change the OBS layout. Jesus. <laughs> there it showed up. Okay. Hey everybody. Sorry, that was loud. Thanks for tuning in. That was uh, a song called Zombie by the Coat Hangers. They are a very cool band. I really, really here, I'm gonna play it again. Nope, it's still frozen. Get out of here. If I turn it down. Yeah. Okay. Enough of that. Enough goofing around. How are you, Dan? Good. How are you? Good. I'm off my game. That threw me off. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you're listening to This Might Sound Stupid. It's a podcast with two friends, because why not? Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, you can subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid, uh, which my mom still has trouble going to somehow. <laughs> and, uh, if you ever want to email us, you can email us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. But yeah, that band, the coat hangers, go check them out. It's a band with three ladies and they're pretty cool. Uh, they harmonize really well over some just kind of like punk power chords and they have some really awesome bass. I really, I really like it. Uh, Dan, that t-shirt. That's a, uh, private sector t-shirt. Schwat? Our, our sister podcast. Gout. Private King's sector. Disease. Private sector. Who has surpassed us in every possible way. Oh yeah. I'm sure <laughs> they have. Uh, how, Dan actually went out to there here. Well, actually Dan, what are you drinking? Let's do that first. Oh, no, wait. We got to do sponsors. Don't show me your yeah. drink. Huh. Uh, <laughs> you can do this. Our podcast is brought to you first and foremost, as always, by Joey the Good Boy. He's pretty lounged. He spent all day with his friend Watson again today. So he, I wonder if he'll even respond to Joey Squirrel. No. Do you want to go for a walk? Well, that got a little ear perk. He's pretty tired. We're also brought to you by Mike Long, uh, who is maybe taking baby class or something. He's got a baby coming soon. 
But, yeah. He's Uh, a great artist. He is. He designed all of our graphics. Uh, Dan, what are you drinking? Uh, This is from where I got the shirt from. So this is from Arbiter. Arbiter Tropical Dust. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Dan. Has this one. Dan went full robot for me when that happened. Can you do it? That's not bad. Good. Sorry, I was making sure that Audacity was recording you because it wasn't earlier. Uh, Schwat, the private sector podcast is a podcast that... You, probably, you, do, you do your beer first. Oh, yeah. And then, and then we'll, we'll tell a story. Okay. I got to get it out of my... Playmate Cooler by Igloo. I don't have anything interesting tonight, but I this beer just is good, and I wanted it. I think EPA? I had this. I think I had this last week too. Summit EPA. See now that's backwards for me. Is it the right way for you? Okay. All right, you tell them what private sector is. If I look at the stream. I see gout. You're, yeah. Uh. It's a podcast that was started by a, uh, a good friend of ours, uh, Brett, and his friend Meaty, uh, where they just kind of, similar to us, they just kind of talk about stuff, like things they're doing, fun stuff they did, uh, but they have, you know, they have, they have a guest on every time from, usually from the brewing or, or eatery industry, Yeah, um, they- and they enjoy some some refreshments with them. They have, yeah, kind of industry professionals within restaurants or breweries or things like that. Uh, it's a fun podcast. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't listened to the last two, I don't think. I haven't had time. Liz, uh, do you ever fart by accident during a live stream? I like beer, but it makes me farty. I, of course. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't call it by accident. I mm-hmm. fart, I've, you know, the mic's, not, the mic's not in my Natural. butt. Natural. Dan. Uh, but Dan. Probes. Ah, uh, three more weeks, and we get to do that live. Mm-hmm. Whiskey cast. Uh, yeah, it's and then they also do. They've been doing these burger pop ups, and I'm jealous that you guys got to go. I didn't get to go to the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday. How was it? It was very good. Yep. It was. It was. It was nice to. It's. I haven't been anywhere in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was uh, nice to go there with uh, with a couple people and just have a burger and have a beer and have something normal happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I, to be honest, I was glad that I didn't uh, end up going because. That morning it snowed, and I, I would have been stressed all morning, like, oh, I'm going to have to drive to Minneapolis in the snow. This sucks. Thankfully, it all melted by the time it was oh, yeah. time to go. Mm-hmm. And then our babysitter was late, and you had, like, time slots because of COVID that you could actually go get your burger. So I would have been stressing out because of that. Uh, and so at the end of it, I was just kind of like, well, I'm kind of glad that 
I didn't end up getting a spot because I would have just been stressed all day about all these things. Mm-hmm. Amber and I ended up just having a date. It was really nice. We drove to Powers Lake and walked all around Powers Lake, which was like 45 minutes or whatever it takes to walk around that lake. And then we went and got five guys. And then we sat in a parking lot in the back of the truck uh, or SUV or whatever. And had a couple beers and ate burgers and fries. I don't know if that's illegal. Eating food? No, the beers in the truck. So we have we have the SUV with the hatchback open. I didn't I didn't know what the rule was, so I was I was just paranoid and left the keys up on the dashboard. <laughs> uh and then we sat in the back so we were out of the wind because it's Minnesota and we, you know, you can't eat in anywhere right now, or at least you couldn't at five guys. Uh, and we just had our burger and beers. Uh, it might be illegal to drink the beers themselves in the park. It, not, not just, uh, not just in your car. In the park? Yeah. Like, it, cause a lot of, a lot, I don't know if it's still a thing, but I know a lot of parks were like three, two beer only. Oh, really? Like for certain, yeah, for certain parks and certain parks were no beer at all. I didn't know that at all. I don't. I don't know. And you were and by the, a Powers Lake, so you were by a lot of police cars too. Oh You're yeah, there's yeah, there's a lot of police. Uh the police are on their way. Yeah, there's a police station right by Powers Lake. I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, Amber wasn't either. It was like we're not causing trouble. We're just <laughs> hanging out. I don't think they're gonna arrest us. Mm-hmm. That would really sucked if they did. Yeah, but that was, it was, it was very nice. Uh, it was nice to be reminded of how much I like my wife, <laughs> like how much I like hanging out with her and being able to just have a conversation with her and just being married to my best friend. It's very, it was very nice to have a reminder of that. Like when there's kids around, they just interrupt you all the time. Even if you ask them not to, they're just they're just rude and nasty. <laughs> no, and they so it's just hard to have a conversation. And it was like, uh, while we were on the date, we were both just like, we should just do this more often, because uh, we haven't been quarantining from her mom kind of since the beginning. Um, and it was like we can she can just come watch them for a few hours, and we can just we could just go for a walk. You know, mm-hmm. I'm torturing Joey. Uh, I don't know why it wasn't obvious before that, but it was just very nice to kind of get some couple time. Oh, yeah. You're allowed to just leave your kids in the house with somebody. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're not bad parents if you're if you're not with your, your three-year-old all day long. No, that's not what I'm saying. It was more... Hey, uh, how old is Nemo? Nemo's four. Forgiven. It was more, it's more because of quarantine, like we would have been leaving them a lot <laughs> if it wasn't for COVID and quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's more like, well, you can't go anywhere, or do anything or have a date. So we just never did it. And then once we did it and it was like, oh, we just went for a walk, but just had time to talk to each other uninterrupted. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, why have we not done this more? We don't actually have to go anywhere or do anything. Um, <laughs> Amber, he can read your name, Dan. He's so big. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
adorable. Yeah, it was it it sounds dumb in retrospect, but it was just like not obvious. Like, oh yeah, we could have just left them with Teresa a bunch of different times and gone out on mm-hmm. little mini dates and done the same thing. And we mm-hmm. and we could have just not drank beer in our car cuz we could have been doing it in the summer. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been uh freezing cold outside. It wasn't too bad that day. It was just windy. But yeah, I definitely want to get to one of uh, private sector's burger pop-ups. They have all looked amazing. The only one that didn't look, the one that looked like it was too much for for my blood was the one that was, it was like on a donut. It was a burger. Yeah. In between. Yeah, I think that was Moochie's. That one, like I tap out on that one. It's too, it's too much flavor town. I'm not Guy Fieri. Fieri? Ferreri? We, we, we could say that you for sure would need two doubles. Because me and uh, me and Javid had one double each, and that wasn't enough food. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to go eat like that, I'm going to go big. Uh, yeah, I really, when we had our Five Guys, I really wanted another burger. I think the perfect Five Guys experience for me is to get a cheeseburger and then to get one of their little burgers. Do you know what I mean? You think they never put just all three patties on the same burger for you? I mean, probably if you ask, but I don't know. When I worked, when I worked in fast food, and when I like any of that, I hated people doing like, "Will you just do this?" No. Just... Are, you, uh, are you thinking like a stuffed blue cheeseburger, like a like a juicy Lucy with blue cheese, or just blue cheese on the burger? Does Brett still work at Blue Door Pub? Sometimes I don't even know. Probably not. Because probably not now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> And he's making his own burgers. He got time for Blue Door. Not a fan of Juicy Lucy's. What is a blue cheese burger then? Must just be blue cheese on top. Mm. There's crumble. there's a thing. Not to toot my own horn, but I make damn good burgers on the grill. I have just started to make good burgers. Uh, I've always it's been a th- I always would make them and they'd get like hockey pucks. They would like shrink. And I finally figured out how to make them, but I don't make them on the grill. I make them in my cast iron. Do you smash them? No. I make the patties and then I put them in the cast iron, but I finally figured out like how to make them. Do you uh, dimple them? And they're really good. I don't. I just do, excuse me. I do the ground beef, one egg, breadcrumbs, and then all my seasoning. Mm-hmm. And I just mix that all together. And then with a pound of ground beef, I make four patties. Uh, which, you know, excuse me, Nemo and Aurora typically split one. Amber has one and then I'll have a double big fat burger. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to eat like that, it's like I said, I'm going to go all up my new, here's my new favorite thing, Dan Amber. So a while ago, I think before quarantine started, even I bought Amber, the ice cream maker attachment for mm-hmm. our KitchenAid mixer. Okay. And so I've been eating, Mike made fun of me for it today, actually. He made fun of me to Bonnie, and they both laughed at me and hurt my feelings. <laughs> uh, I've just been eating pretty clean, and I feel really good, so that's been my biggest reason for not stopping. Um, but on Fridays and Saturdays, Amber will use the ice cream maker and makes homemade ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds like a dorky dad thing to say, which I am a dorky dad, but it, it tastes so good. It's better than regu- like it's better than Dairy Queen ice cream. 
And lately Ooh. she's been making it with marshmallows and chocolate chips in it. Mm-hmm. And so I eat, like I, I watch my calories and I eat pretty clean all week. And then Friday night, Thursday I have beer with you. And then Friday, Saturday, I get like a ton of this ice cream. And it's mm-hmm. ma- it's made with like whole milk and heavy whipping cream. So it's calorie dense. Uh, and it's got marshmallows and chocolate chips in it. And then I take this peanut butter cereal that I love and I pour the peanut butter cereal into it. Okay. <laughs> it's it's become like a highlight of my week. And then Amber and I watch TV and I eat this homemade ice cream. It's so good. Hmm. Uh, and then Tuesday, Tuesday I'll usually have like a plate of chips and cheese. Yep. Because if you ever, have you ever weighed out how many, so if you look at it like a, a package of tortilla chips, uh, it's like 150 calories per serving. But have you ever weighed out how many chips that is? It's like 12 chips or 18 chips or something. It's so few chips. So if you're having a plate of chips, it's, I mean, it's got to be over, it's got to be like 700 calories of just chips. And then mm-hmm. you're putting cheese on top of it. It's like a thousand calorie snack. Uh, and I never realized like, oh my God, there's so many calories in this until I actually weighed out how many chips was a serving. And I was like, that it? It's a dinky amount. Yes, yeah, some of them will say not the ounce, and they'll just say serving size, eight chips. No, they'll still say they'll still say in grams. Will they? Yeah, I think. Oh they, yeah, I, I, think think I guess they, they have, have to. to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's a it's a a very very small amount, so that's why I'll have that snack on Tuesday nights. But otherwise, I don't really. I miss beer. You're drinking right now. I am. Um. Yeah, I'd probably lose fat faster if I didn't have Tuesday night chips and cheese. Didn't eat all that fat on Friday and Saturday. Thursday beer with you. Friday Saturday ice cream treats, and then the rest of it I usually eat pretty well. Um, Sunday we have Tan Truck, but Tan Truck I I can't imagine it's super high in calories. It's what I get is like the noodles are probably the highest calorie part of it. Yeah, like I haven't been eating fast food for lunch didn't you, at all. Didn't you just get Panera? That's not fast food. That's, that's a nice <laughs> soup in a lovely sandwich. Uh, so when you but, say fast food, do you count Starbucks? Your Starbucks breakfast sandwiches in, in as fast food? No. <laughs> I'm, 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 talking, I'm talking like the bad stuff, like your like your McDonald's. Or your your windows. I wonder. I wonder how those two compare. Which one? The like the breakfast sandwich to a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I like. I've I've looked up like the stuff that's in it, um, and it's not it's not bad. Like like the breakfast sandwich is like maybe three hundred calories. I want to say egg McMuffins aren't that bad. Like when no, I I, I, everyone likes to say like I just said it too. Like McDonald's food isn't necessarily like most of it's not like the worst thing that you could be eating that's fast food like they've you know they've obviously put some thought into it because they get ragged on so hard that they try and make it at least a little healthy but it's not like it's it's not like great for you by any means i got a dairy queen burger uh that'll kill you there it was so high i was when i looked at it i was like what this burger's like 950 calories yeah well, like if you were to look at like the uh, like like the whole combo at if you got like a quarter pounder with cheese, yeah, at McDonald's, the whole combo is like 
750. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, because I'm sure like they've had some sort of like research and like marketing and uh, whatever it's called when you get a bunch of people in a room and talk about stuff. Uh, can't think what that's called right now. The kid with the glasses uh, really likes the, what is it? The Millhouse? Yes, I really like the Speedo guy. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, but, you know, th- so I'm sure they know the exact numbers that they need to hit for people to feel good about it. And so, I, so I'm so i sure they chase certain numbers in how, like, like Keep so they, they, work, they work a tight line, I think, in how, how high they get their calories and how high they get their sodium and how high they get their... Because they know people look at the numbers. You think, so, people like, I'm are, sure they either, you think people are paying attention to more in the macros? Some of them are. Yes. And, those, and I think those are the ones, because they, they know they're, they're, they're always going to get certain people. But they want to try and steal a few extra people, so I think they try and keep some of those numbers down. Man, I feel like if you're eating McDonald's, you're not looking at the micro, like the sodium content. You're like, well, it's going to be high. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't look at sodium when I, I eat those fries. If I'm going <laughs> to if I'm going to eat McDonald's and it can be 700 or fewer calories, then I'm like, okay, cool. I can still eat a thousand calories for dinner, mm-hmm. and be under two thousand for the day. Sweet. Which is maybe not put a bunch of salt on it at dinner, just because I got a bunch of it at lunch. <laughs> right. So yeah, if if you were looking for a calorie number, it would be like yeah, give me give me seven seven fifty because then I still mm-hmm. have a thousand calories left and can stay under too easily. Yeah, I think the only like fast food that I eat during the week is I, I'll usually get for dinner um, Culver's once once or twice. So I'll get that for dinner, but um, just the the fact that I haven't been like. I don't know why, but yeah, I just don't go out, go out to get food and then bring it somewhere to eat it anymore. Like I don't know, I don't know. Like, it was just it, it must have had something to do with like those first few months. What of, have you been doing? Of COVID, um, I either don't eat lunch or um, it's something quick like a like a like a breakfast sandwich from like the Starbucks. Just okay. just just so I can I can eat that really quick on the. Um, on your drive? Uh, yeah, on the drive. I Yeah, I ha- I don't eat out for lunch at all. The other day I ate I was I like Jersey Mike sounded really good and I was like, "Well, I've been eating really well for my lunches, so I'm going to I'll let myself get Jersey Mike's." And I got it and then afterwards was like, "Oh, uh-oh." Mm-hmm. I just felt and I had to work 3000 and I was like, "I feel like shit, man. I didn't want to do anything." I just wanted to go home and nap and it was like it was just kind of this good reminder of like that stuff tastes good but don't like don't eat it and expect to get shit done. I just have to go. Mm-hmm. It's like I'll, I'll eat that and then like you got to eat it like when you don't yeah, when you don't want to get anything done. <laughs> Kibby says if you want to lose weight, you could just pretend to eat just like Robin Williams did in Hook. Mm-hmm. It's true. Man, I wanted to eat at that table so, so bad. Of course. Uh, when does sumo start again, Dan? Uh, like a week and a half. Yeah, it's got to be soon. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the 14th or something like that. You know, one thing I haven't... I've been just busy doing other stuff. I haven't paid attention to MMA in like a month. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what's going on. Either if I... <laughs> I know well I I know that Israel Adesanya and Jan Blakovich fight 
on Saturday. And okay. Amanda Nunes and that'll be worth watching. Big girl from Australia. Can't think of her name. And Ashley. Huh? Ashley. It's not Ashley. And Peter Yan fights Aljamain Sterling. Uh, so I'm interested in those fights. But other than that, I like I just. I realized that the other day when UFC Embedded popped up on my YouTube mm-hmm. feed, and I was like, what the fuck? There's a numbered card this weekend? UFC exists? I have, I've just been too busy. Well, he, you know, he's, he's, been, he's been so busy taking down all the, the streamers, you know. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, I, I, had a, I had a weird thought today. Um, watching... Uh, um, a Brad Leone video with uh, Elizabeth Olsen. That's uh, she's the the younger sister of Mary Kate Nashley um, and Scarlet Witch in the Marvel movies. Uh, in what world do you think? So Mary Kate Nashley are huge. They're super young. They're in Full House. Uh, you're their younger sister, and you're like, you know what? When I'm like my late twenties, early thirties. I'm going to be more famous than you guys. Like, in what world would you think? Because, like, they, they were, like, a billion-dollar franchise, those two. Like, with all the movies they were making and all that stuff and all the clothes and all that stuff. Like, they made so much money and they were so famous. But now, like, she is markedly more famous because she's on, like, probably the most-watched TV show right now. Um, and she'll be in, you know, multiple what? more Marvel movies for the next couple of years. That's, that's such a weird thing that, like, you're, like... To think as like their younger sister that you would somehow surpass them at a point and be and like be the more famous of of the old ones. Is she more famous? I don't know who she is. I couldn't pick her I, out of a lineup. Uh, at this point, she is by she's by far. What yeah. is she on? Wandavision. That's the only f- popular show I know about. Okay, yeah, so yeah, she's she, on yeah, Wandavision. She's, yeah. she's the Scarlet Witch. But does she have her own clothing line? Because Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. I like Kippy's comment. Dan has a weird thought. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't they have a clothing line? Yeah. <laughs> Javin says, not being exploited for your entire childhood goes a long way, maybe. She's also the normal one at this point, because those two, uh... That's the only thing had, that... They, they had interesting trajectories once they reached a certain age. Yeah, I didn't know about them, as they were, they were weird as, you know, late teens, early 20s. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't, also is she? Oh yeah. I yeah. I I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I don't know who she is. I'm good for you. <laughs> well, it was just interesting to me that you were like she's more famous than the Olsen twins. I was like, I feel like I should know who she is. Then I couldn't tell you who famous people are. Uh, there was the guy at the Super Bowl. The game was that his name? Who did the Super what? Bowl? He's I don't know. He's he was he's famous enough to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, the weekend? The, the weekend. The music, the music group the weekend? Is that, uh, is that a group? I thought it was just a guy. It's a guy. It's a guy. Okay. Um yeah, I, th- I think he's I think he's pretty famous. I think he uh No, I'll I, I'm sure he's famous. He did the halftime show. I'm just saying I am not the barometer for who's famous. No, no, I would never claim that ever. <laughs> That's the last thing I would say. So, that I was just saying, like, well, it doesn't matter that I don't know who she is. I just didn't, I didn't, 
know that she was more famous than the other. I knew there was an also like a older. Is she their older sister? Younger. Oh, she's their younger sister. Okay, I thought she was there. I knew there was like an older Olsen who was a current day actress. I didn't know she was super famous though. And she's younger. And she's younger. And you said she plays what? Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Okay. WandaVision. I've seen a couple of things pop up, and I'm kind of interested to watch WandaVision. I don't know if it, how it plays, like for someone who's who wouldn't have seen any of it yet. Uh, any of what? The whole thing is about built-in catharsis of uh, ten years of. Oh, of the of Marvel movies. Out. That's not. Yeah. I didn't know it had to do with that. Let's not get into it. I knew. <laughs> Javits head will explode. I knew it was based uh, in a Marvel universe. I knew it was based in a comic book universe. I should say, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't. I didn't know it. It tie. It ties into the whole Marvel arc. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you have to have watched the Marvel movies to appreciate WandaVision? I think so. Like I, I that that's part of what's um, been so enjoyable uh, about it is the uh what the, like the care they're taking with the characters and what they're doing with them and it, and it being so surprising interesting mm-hmm. well then maybe they don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't care anymore like marvel's like they made all their money and like they did end game so they're just doing whatever the fuck they want now it's good, great good for them people seem to really like wandavision mm-hmm. and it's been popping up for me and i was like maybe i'll watch that but maybe we won't Amber and I are currently watching New Girl. Watch which Endgame first, I guess. <laughs> New Girl is not a good show, but I I love it. Like anybody, it's anybody claiming well, that's, that's the point of New Girl. Yeah, anybody claiming it's a good show, like it tries to have these kind of cutesy moments or like heartfelt moments, like Friends did. Mm-hmm. But like it just, it just shouldn't. It should be more, in my opinion, it should be more like Thirty Rock, which. It's the best when it's doing it like 30 Rock where the people, the characters in it are completely insane. Mm-hmm. And like that's the most fun element of it is just it being off the wall. It's not trying to do any kind of social commentary or it's, yeah. And then, it, but then it'll have, it'll try to have these like, I don't know. It's, I really like it, but it's like the perfect show to kind of half pay attention to. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a million seasons. But once we're done with that, I've already said we're going to watch. Uh... Succession. There you go. Thank you. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be crazy to see with, you know, like. This, this Doctor Strange movie is going to come out this summer. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, a major linchpin for here for uh, for the next phase of these Marvel movies. You know, there have been like, crazy rumors that like the guy that plays Captain America also played Human Torch at one point. And maybe he'll maybe he'll show up as Human Torch, and that'd be weird. Is Human Torch the Marvel Universe? Is he X Men? No, he's a Fantastic Four. Uh, who am I thinking Human of? The X Men? Uh, well, there's Iceman. There's a fire uh, guy in X Men. There's a villain. I don't. I don't know. I can't think what his name is though. Uh, fire guy. Who says Flame on? That's Human Torch. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> So yeah, you know uh, who he is. Shit's Creek was not great. That show sucked anytime I was in the same room as it. Uh, and like Josh Brolin plays Cable in the Deadpool movie. And he also plays Thanos. So, you know, 
it's it's weird. It's weird sometimes that like Perfect. these guys played different have played different Marvel characters over the history of like the last twenty years of Marvel movies. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, so they're making a new Doctor Strange. Yes, and that's Benedict Cumberpatch, right? Yes, in the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And so I think they're going to go do weird, crazy stuff with multiverses. I don't know. So that's what's going to happen with that. Uh, Shudder has been pushing some movies at me. Uh, random comic book fact. Kibi says, the original Human Torch was an android and was a standalone character. What? Is that real? Is it? Uh... Fuck. That's um You broke down. Is that the guy didn't he, didn't he fight Namor? The Submariner? What? In uh it's not the intruders. There's like a oh Christ, there's like a uh an old it's not I don't think it's invaders. Damn it, I can't think of it right now. But there's a there's an old school comic book that uh um that was like Submariner and Human Torch, and then they repurposed the Human Torch character for, for Fantastic Four later on. He made him, made him something completely different. Hmm. Didn't know that. Javin says, Adam will claim, uh, claim he always likes Shit's Creek in four years or so. I will not. If I end up liking it, I'll say I didn't like it in the beginning. Javin's got to be trolling me. Javin, Javin just made me, made me spend $500. So wow. on a band that I several times... Uh, Amber, <laughs> uh, a band that Rolo tried to get me into several times that <laughs> made you, uh, that I was like, no, they're not for me. They're not for me. And now they're one of my favorite bands of all time it is not Nickelback. That's uh, a lot of CDs. What? $500. No, it's, it's vinyl. Oh, uh, the Mars Volta. So two, there's two vinyls that I covet and I want so badly. Francis the Mute on vinyl, which is a Mars Volta album, and Sing the Sorrow on vinyl, which is a AFI album. Okay. The Mar- Javin brought it to my attention today that the Mars Volta is doing a limited pressing. It's only 5,000 pressings of a box set of every single one of their albums on, oh. on vinyl. Uh, plus unreleased recording sessions from D Laust, which is their first album, which they recorded with John Fushante. And if you know anything about me, you know, I love John Fushante too. So there's a bunch of unreleased stuff on one of the vinyls and I flea show up. Flea is also on D Laust. He has <laughs> one of my favorite, one of the bands I know, Red Hot Chili Peppers. One of my, it. one of my favorite, did you know John Fushante was Red Hot Chili Peppers? Okay. One of my favorite bass lines ever is in D Laust and it's Flea that plays it. Uh, it's in the very last song of D Laust and it's when ev- all the other instruments drop out except for bass and it's You nailed it exactly, actually. I mean I heard D Laust, but I can assume that's what it sounds like. Uh D Laust is a great album because it's so there was there was at the drive in and they split up and they formed Sparta and the Mars Volta. Sparta sucks. The Mars Volta's awesome. Uh, and when they, when they released D Laust, D Laust is it's base. It's almost essentially 
another at the drive-in album and i loved at the drive-in uh and then and then they go from d laos to francis the mute where like the mars volta completely becomes their own band and it's awesome but yeah javin made me spend 500 dollars on that but my whole point was that i said i said for years after they released d laos i think in part because i was sad that uh at the drive-in broke up but i told rollo that i didn't like them for years <laughs> And then I can't, I don't even remember what the catalyst was that I, all of a sudden something clicked and I was like, oh, I like that band. And actually that happens a lot with Rolo. We're like, and then you wouldn't like, and then you went like so hard. Oh yeah. Uh, Kill Switch is another one from Rolo. We're like, for years I was just like, or not Kill Switch, Lamb of God. For years I was like, no, Lamb of God's not for me. And then something like something in my head just clicks and it's like, oh, and Lamb of God's probably, Lamb of God or August Burns Red is probably my favorite metal band. Which which model character do you think likes the Mars Volta, and which one do you think likes Lamacott? Doctor Strange probably likes Mars Volta. I could see that. Very eclectic, very and weird, very experimental. Lamacott, Wolverine. Ooh, that's a good choice. That's a good I choice. I don't know though. What, what, what would Thor listen to? Thor. Thor would probably listen to. Uh, uh fuck i can't think of the name of the band he'd listen to the viking metal i can't think of the name of that band God damn it. uh all i can think of is iced earth and i know it's not iced earth because they suck uh and i think they're their lead singers like a flat earth or something weird um God damn it! I can't think of the name of that band. I don't know. He'd listen to Viking metal. Is what he would listen to. That 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 makes perfect sense. Uh, there's a Celtic music channel on YouTube that I listen to sometimes, and it's really awesome for listening to when when it's deadlifting. But it's not, it's not like metal. It's like traditional Celtic music. Like Michael Flatley. No, it's like it's really kind of. Uh, let me see. More chance. Is it like more chants and stuff? Uh, let me see if I can find it quick. Yeah, it's, but it's like slower moving. Sure. Uh, but there's something about it that just. No, this is gonna take too long if I try to find it. There's something is it like about, the mummers dance. The what? The mummers dance. What is that? It was a song that was popular at one point. I think, I think it's like I think it's Celtic style. Uh. Some redheaded lady. God damn it! It's red-headed. a it's a playlist. Okay. So it's in playlist somewhere, and it's just gonna take too long to find it. I think. Sure. But there's just something about it that's. See now I'm obsessed with it though, and I don't want to let it go. Uh, you keep talking. Um. Oh, wait, I found it. Sorry. Here. Can you guys hear this? I got nothing. Well, there it is. Can you hear that? Uh, Yeah, they do. Kimmy, they do sing in Gaelic. I don't know why. Okay. Okay, this this is what I pictured. Okay. Yeah. And just like... For some reason, like lining up to do a deadlift and 
with music like this, it just it just works. Mm. Uh, so I, I listen to that sometimes when I'm working out. It's like it's like running with me and, and uh, Daft Punk's Alive 2007. Right. It's just like it's got people like randomly cheering in it because they're like live at the show and the music's great. So it's, it's just yeah. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't listen to that. Well, you might. I might listen to that if it was like early morning running. Mm-hmm. I might listen to that just like out for you know a quick mile and a half, two miles in the morning. That mm-hmm. might be nice to just run slow to. But like. If you're trying to do anything fast-paced or like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know how we got there. <laughs> Just rambling. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. The... Um, I wish Rolo was in here and he could tell me the name of that band that I'm trying to think of. Is Rolo in here? Who's the Viking metal band I'm trying to think of? I like Dan's, oh. I like Dan's question and I want to answer it. <laughs> And I know it's not Iced Earth. Uh, oh, God. I got into ABBA. Yeah. It's not ABBA. No. Um, Amon Ama- Amarth. Cool. They had a name that started with A. Amon Ama- Amarth. Here, I'll play some of them. Amon Okay. I probably just blew some people's ears out. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I'll turn that way down. Waking Mike's baby up. So this is called. This song is called First Kill. The next song is On a Sea of Blood. The Way of the Vikings. At Dawn's First Light. 1,000 Burning Arrows. Vengeance is my name. This is what. Uh, that's what Thor would listen to. Amon Amarth. Or any, there's a bunch of Viking metal bands, anything like that. Now, this is this is a trick question that has two answers. Okay. Who would who would Daredevil listen to? I have no idea. Daredevil. So, so, so the, so the main character of Daredevil is that he's blind. Yeah. So it's either Stevie Wonder or, or Ray Charles. Wow. <laughs> I was try- I was trying to think of uh, the actor Ben Askren, not Askren. Ben- Lawyer metal. Yep. <laughs> Wait, that's a dumb joke. Lawyer metal. Ben Affleck, not Askren. Uh, then it'd be like Floggy Molly if it was like Ben Affleck. Just so, just some we just some Boston Irish band. Oh man, Boston fighters love to come out to that one Floggy Molly song. Yeah, they're all jagoffs. Whatever the song is that's in the Departed, that yeah. that not, <laughs> that's not that's not flogging Molly. That's Dropkick Murphys. But they lo- yes. they love to come out to that song. No one is more proud to be Irish than these people that aren't actually from Ireland. <laughs> the Boston Irish. Yep. All right, should we do Rob's random topic? Sure. We might actually have to do uh, mail mailbag. This week, Ooh. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to talk about this. So maybe you're from Canada, so maybe you'll be able to. It was warmer where I was from. Hmm. Huh? Oh yeah, it was warmer where you were from. Uh. It's literally just two words: snow forts. 
That's all it is. Snow forts. Oh yeah. Try try to build them every year. You know, you, was, you uh, do or did? I did. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm I'm not out there like this year building one. We built, uh, we built a snow wall this year. But yeah, they're they're tough. That's the thing. They end up being like snow walls. Like you always have like big dreams of like, um, like actually like having like a roof and stuff. But then you know if your parents are smart, they're like this could kill you and collapse on you, and I don't want to I don't want to have to come find you under a pile of snow. So uh, go ahead. Um. Uh, but I remember, like, a few times where you got, like, a huge pile from, like, a plow on the side of the road. Like, dig, like trying to dig a huge hole in the vat um, to make an igloo of some sort. That's what I was just going to say. Is I remember my mom being super freaked out because I, I had built, like, into the side of the snowbanks mm-hmm. uh, from the plows going by. And then there was a kid who died having that, like the snowplow went by when they were playing in it and they got buried. Oh, no. And my mom was like, you can't do that anymore. And I just remember her being very freaked out about that. I don't think I've ever built a snow fort in my life. I can remember one time when Donnie's dad built us an igloo. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. Like he cut out cubes of snow and built an igloo and it was really cool because you could go inside the snow fort and it was warmer in there and i rem- i very distinctly remember being in there with like no jacket on mm-hmm. and just thinking that was neat and then uh and then donnie's older brother hit me in the face with a snowball and i mm-hmm. cried and went home oh <laughs> i was really mad because they were really hurt uh, and it bent my glasses, and I I knew my parents were going to be mad about that, and I was just mad. He threw it off the deck at my face, and it hurt. Poor boy. And I cried, and I went home because I lived across the street. Uh, but that I don't. I never built a snow fort other than that. Like I said, I burrowed into like the side of snowbanks. Mm-hmm. I played a lot outside in the snow. I loved playing oh, in the yeah. snow. I remember there was a year I had these gloves that, okay, do you remember Z-Bots? Mm-hmm. I had this, the boxer Z-Bot with like the big boxing gloves. And I got these gloves for, like, I, I remember getting to pick them out at Target. I was like, mom, can I have these? And she was like, yeah, whatever, you need gloves. And I, I pretended that I was like a super villain. Mm-hmm. And I had these, like, these special gloves that made me super powerful. And I like ran all over. And the snow... Like, you know how, like, the top layer of snow will freeze super solid? Mm-hmm. I would, like, punch through the snow, but pretend I was punching through brick or whatever. I really remember that. And then I also have a very distinct memory of I had a big, like, sword. And I was I was out playing in the snow pretending to be Norman from Mighty Max. Oh, okay. I have two very, dis- like, I don't know. I just have these very distinct memories of those moments being really cool. Uh... But yeah, I never really built any snow forts. Yeah, mainly just walls. Build, 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 you know, build lots of walls. Yeah, walls. Snowball fights. Had plenty of snowball fights. Mm-hmm. Um, I can also remember being like shitty teenagers, like early teens. And Donnie's next door neighbor 
the little kid there and his dad would go outside and build a snowman. And then every night we would go over there and like beat it to death with baseball bats <laughs> and just crush it. And then like the next day they would build it and we'd go over there and I mean, it probably happened like two or three times, but in my memory, we did it a bunch. Mm-hmm. And now as a dad, I'm, pr- I think to myself, like, actually that kid's dad probably was like, yeah, I don't care. Cause that's my, yeah. my reaction would be like, they're having fun doing something harmless, just destroying a snowman. Mm-hmm. And then every day I get to go out with my son after school and build the snowman again mm-hmm. and do something fun with my son. So win, win. The neighbor kids are getting to feel like they're little rebels, but they're not actually doing something that's that bad. And uh, it just gives me a reason to go out and build a snowman again. But that's that's it. Yeah, that's about it for snow forts. Yeah, lots of lots of winter activities, but not. not I never um, never built like a huge fort or anything like that. Just uh, no just little wall. <clears throat> the igloo was like the coolest thing. We would build jumps you know, yeah going down going down hills you'd build jumps mm-hmm. uh that's really all i can think of this is, no, what, yeah. this is what i said we might have to go to the mailbag because i just don't i got nothing else i've never built besides and i didn't even build it it was the one that donnie's dad built that snow that igloo that was pretty cool my mom said yeah. when, when they were kids, her and her siblings used to, they would get a cardboard box and they would fill the cardboard box with snow and pack it in there and that's how they built igloos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I know people that would do it with uh, um, recycle bins. But uh, wait, do you, uh, do you guys have that here? Yeah, blue. the blue recycle bins. That's Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's how it's done anymore, but that's how it used to be. The blue recycling bins. Kibby says, I used to wait until people were inside their snow fortress and push the walls in on them. So like Donnie's older brother. <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't seem like Chad has a lot to say about... Uh, snow forts? About snow forts either. Yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Like, that's, yeah, I, I wasn't, you know, wasn't prolific by any means. I'm trying to think of other things I did in the snow, and it was mostly like, yeah. I was also, half of the time, I was an only child. So it's not like I had anybody to play with. But I still played a lot outside. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. What's it going to be? That's how, that's how Rob's random topics go. What is this? All right, mailbag. Sorry if you guys just heard that. Let's see. What was the last one that we did? That was a while ago. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember what the last... Uh, Hold on. I'll find it because I, I star them usually. Okay. Um, Okay, so it was Javin. What's your favorite part of a song? Okay, yep. Uh, and then did we do this one? Okay, so Big J sent us one that was unrealistic slash unfounded fears or phobias. Um, and then he sent he sent a few of them on one email. That's why I didn't start this. Okay, P- 
pro adulting tip you wish someone would have told you that you found out on your own or randomly, like on Reddit? Oh, are we, are we, we're not doing the, the phobia one? Or did we already do that? We did that one, right? Oh, okay. Somebody in chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought we did that one because I got to make fun of Big J for he doesn't swim in water he can't see the bottom of. Okay. That, that seems All right. right. Kibby says, yeah. Pro adulting tip you wish someone would have told you that you found out on your own or randomly like on Reddit. Well, I don't know what he means by adulting and Big J's not here. Um, pro adulting tip. So yeah, some sort of like adult hack that you didn't Does it have to be about. a hack? Kind of, that's just like, I'm, I'm just kind of phrasing it a different way. Um, I saw a thing today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me see if I can bring it up. Uh, one of the people I follow on Instagram, Strong Camps, he put a thing on his story. So it is, I don't know if this will come through. Hold on. I also got to hold it because it's just on the story. Can you see it all? No, you can't. Oh, there. No. Can you see that, that bar graph? Mm-hmm. So it says, testa- age of distribution of hospital visits due to punching walls. And then it says testosterone plus under underdeveloped frontal lobe. So from age, I sent this to Amber, from age 14 to about 24 exactly, the the graph is huge. If I can mm-hmm. get it back on there, and then it just and then it you know up to 14 it's nothing, and then afterwards it just kind of peters out. Uh, I don't know what that would be as a hack, but just. It's it's more for me now as an adult with children. It's like something I know I'm going to have to really work to keep in mind mm-hmm. where it's like, what is wrong with you, you fucking lunatic? And then it's like, oh, yeah, you don't know you know how to deal with any of this. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, um, go ahead. Dang it. I really don't know. Um, My... My biggest one would just be, I really wish, I really, really wish I had understood when I was younger that in order to get good at something, you just need to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think about that all the time. Like, how am I going to, it hasn't manifested itself with my daughter so much yet. I think in part because she's so much, she's just like determined I mean, my son would, we went through this stage where he just cried and cried trying to put on his own socks. And my daughter is more like, no, let me do it. I want to do it. And we'll like put her own pants on and is like determined to do it. So I think I think about it more with my son right now, but I also think about it more with him because he's older. But just the, like watching him, like, even, okay, so he read your name tonight and then I, mm-hmm. I threw that in Facebook chat and a part of it is because he's young, you know, his brain plasticity picks up on that stuff quick, but he also has to work at it every day, every day. Like he works on reading, but because he's so little and because it just kind of happens when you're little, he doesn't notice that he works on it every day. You know what I mean? Like when you think back to reading, you just kind of like, Oh yeah, I don't know. I just read. You Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And so I just really, I really wish at like 14, 15, when I gave, not 15, 16, I guess it would probably be like when I gave up on coding, Mm -hmm. 
I wish that somebody had told me like, well, yeah, you're not good at it right now. You just have to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Do it for a year. Do it for three years. You'll be better at it. Uh, there's a, there's a quote I love that is, uh, the you in a year from now will thank you for starting today or will be happy that you started today. I love that. I love that sentiment of like, is that exactly how it goes? I don't want to misquote it because like, I think the quote in its, what is it? Is it a year? A year from now, you'll wish you had started today. I love that sentiment. Does that make sense? Uh, and there's another way to phrase it. Like the you a year from now will be happy you started today or will thank you for starting today or something like that. Um, and I mean, there's a lot packed into there because it's, it's one thing, like <laughs> it's one thing to say that, but also to like start something you don't know where to start it or how to start it. And that can be a part of the problem is that like you might have to do it every day or five times, five times, five days a week in order to even figure out how to start. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You might have to do that for a month or two trying to figure out how to start. And then it might happen unconsciously where you're just like, Oh, Oh, okay. I've actually started. Like I know where to go next in the direction or you might get to a point where you're like, okay, cool. Now I, now I know what I need to do to like get going on something. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And then you just keep going. And I think that's really something I've been doing a better job of uh, in probably the last year is taking with the obsessive parts of my personality and being able to kind of direct them. And then it goes back to what the graph I showed earlier. Like that's something that I got to keep in mind with my kids is like, it's a lot me. It's a lot easier for me at 35 with, you know, 10 years of a fully developed frontal cortex to do Mm -hmm. than it will be for like a 20 year old to do. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got to I also have to keep that in mind, but that's not really a hack. I don't like, I just no, that's still a good tip. I think about that all the time with my kids. Is like, how do I really get them? Because I, I don't know how anybody could have made me understand that as a kid. I also don't think anybody really did a great job of explaining it to me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think about that all the time with my kids. Is like, how do I really get them to understand that? Like, you can, you can get good at just about anything you want. Your genetics, you're probably not going to be athletes. <laughs> if I'm going to be completely honest um, and just based on their coordination at this point, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're probably not going to be athletes, but like <clears throat> anything else you can, I mean, you can get really, really good at it if you just do it mm-hmm. over and over again and just practice it. And uh, there was a thing I saw recently where somebody was, uh, talking about a study that was done between successful students and, and not unsuccessful students, but like very successful students versus just, you know, people who just like graduated with A's and B's, let's say. Uh, um, 
and this what basically what the study showed i can't remember i'm going to misquote the amount of time so i'm just going to i'm just want to make it clear i'm making up an amount of time but it was like the students who did really well and like succeeded in their fields you know beyond the the success of other people it ultimately came down to like they spent an extra 45 minutes let's say on a problem does that make sense I don't feel like sure. I did a, a very good job explaining that. But it was like they they weren't necessarily smarter or more gifted. They just spent longer trying. Does that make sense? I feel like that was a better way to explain it. Yeah. So if you and I ha- both had the same math problem, right? Mm-hmm. And you spent an extra 40 minutes on it and I just like gave up you know, and didn't try for, for the additional time or like both of us, you know, we tried for an hour and I just gave up and you walked away and then 20 minutes came back to it and spent another 40 minutes on it. You were far, far, far more likely to get it than I was. And then to also understand the topic because you, you got the solution, but it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you're any, you have any more gift or talent for getting that. Does that make sense? Kinda. I, I don't think your example's good because you're just saying it's two guys that couldn't get a question right, and then the one then the one that comes back and tries again is ends up doing better. That is what I'm saying. No, I know, but that's not that is a, I don't think that's trying to say what you think it's saying. That's that's just that that yeah. to me just means that it's like the guy that doesn't give up on math and might like math more decides that he wants to go back and figure out the question. That is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think that's proving up that this person is somehow going to be better at math outside of the fact that they just enjoy math more. Cuz why 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 did the other guy quit and not come back? Well, that's the question, right? No. But it it can be. That's I mean that that's ultimately what I'm saying is that it takes yeah, perseverance is a big fan, uh, factor. What's up, Ben? I miss you. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with liking it more. It's like, let's say, let's say you had a home, a piece of homework, right? Sure. I'm studying. This is not from the thing that I read. Uh, and you had ten. There's ten questions on it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh and i've done seven i've done seven of them and i think the eighth one is i think i got the eighth one right and there's two that i just can't get do you know what i mean but like i have seven or eight right i'm gonna get a good grade i'm gonna get a passing grade uh but then there's another person who like really wants the a it's it's what not costanza said where it's perseverance it's like they take a break and come because there's also evidence that shows like taking a break from things like that and coming back like the 90 20 rule have you ever heard of that mm-hmm. you work mm-hmm. work for 90 minutes then take a 20 minute break they come back and they continue to work at it and let's say they let's say they don't solve both of them but they solve number nine right they mm-hmm. get the solution for number nine well they they get a better grade sure but they also broaden their understanding and made their knowledge of the topic deeper by just sticking with it longer, by coming back to it and trying longer. 
it doesn't necessarily have to mean that they like math more. It just means that they said, I'm going to go and try again. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. So, it, I mean, a part of it could be that, yeah, you like math more, but if we both really wanted the A, then then what you would need to do is go back and try more. And it's, you know, we've talked about that before. Like, that's how I'm going to kind of talk to my kids about school is, I, I I need a bit no, no offense but I, I just need a better explanation. I'll, I'll have to find a better explanation. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't get what you're saying. I don't know how to explain it any better than that. Because like it, it like the it doesn't seem like it's a a thought experiment at all. It just seems like if you both want A's, you should just keep doing it. Why why the other guy even stop if he if his whole goal is to get an A as well? Like I I don't understand the the theory behind it well his goal maybe wasn't to get an a his goal is just to get a passing grade so he he gets a passing grade but he he doesn't have as deep of an understanding of the topic because he didn't spend as much time on it as the other person yeah i i the, the fact that that kid might never have wanted a deeper understanding to begin with doesn't yeah i guess i don't know i i just i just don't grasp what you're saying as like a truth. I guess it would be just like in terms of also in success in your field. If you're both going to school for, I don't know, math, mm-hmm. right? For engineering or something. Mm-hmm. And one person works really hard to graduate with A's and the other person, you know, they, it's not like they don't work hard, but they, mm-hmm. you know, they're fine with C's and B's. The person who worked really hard for A's, the A's isn't really, you know, and that's what I've talked about before on the podcast. The A, Getting the A's isn't the important part. Nobody gives a shit what your grades are after high school or, you know, to a certain extent, probably in college even. Um, but working very hard for those A's, you're going and sticking with something. You're going to deepen your understanding of it. And then when you have a broader depth of knowledge in your field, you'll have more ways to apply it than the other person in theory. Sure. I guess also I'm more saying like when I was younger, I had the, I had the mentality of like, Oh, this just isn't for me Mm -hmm. much in the same way that was like, well, I'm just not going to be good at basketball. It would be like, Mm -hmm. well that, you know, it's like, I'm just not going to be good. I think Amber said it somewhere. I think we grew up in the multiple intelligence, whatever that is. Unless so growth mindset, which growth mindset is kind of on shaky ground as far as I understand anyways, but achievement was, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Achievement was more influenced by time than ability. It, it, it can also, not a hundred percent of the time, like there, there's no way to say that a, a, someone who's just a savant doesn't need to put in. Um, you couldn't put in nearly as much time as them and just never be as smart as them. Yeah, that's also true. Uh, and but, I, th- I think Amber also touched on that, that everyone has their gift. Mm-hmm. But for me, with like coding and computers and stuff, if I had just stuck with it, I'm not saying mm-hmm. I would be like, uh, yeah, the study comparing equivalent IQs. So I'm not saying I would be like Zuckerberg or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
it was like once it started to get into more math, I was like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not good at math. I'm not a math person and just gave up instead of just mm-hmm. like, well, you can get, you can get good at this kind of math. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, I, 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 I get that more than just having the superfluous second person. Like if it's you both times, then that makes more sense. Because it's 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 hard to know a hundred percent what the other person's psyche is and what they're trying and, and and how much they want a certain thing and all this other stuff. Like that's so nebulous. Sure. But if it's you both times, then I think the point comes across clearer to me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It, it it's it's not not nebulous and IQ and things I think like I'm that. Thinking too much about the people doing the thing. Well, I don't know that just, that's the problem. just the concept of the, of what you're trying to say. Cause you're not wrong that like, I mean, it's the, th- you know, it's the same thing. There's always going to be somebody stronger than you or faster than you or smarter than you. Yeah. But it's more so like, don't count yourself out. Yeah. I just think about like, I just think about how much I didn't give myself credit when I was mm-hmm. younger. And how much I didn't believe in myself and believe in my ability to do things because I really didn't understand that that idea that knowledge isn't it's not just a thing you have or you won't you don't just understand a topic right away and that even when you're studying something, you'll have days where it feels like a setback, where you just feel like I'm not, I feel like I should get this at this point. I'm, and I'm just, I'm not good at this and this just isn't for me and I'm just not paying enough attention and mm-hmm. you get really negative and it's like, no man, you're just having a bad day. Mm-hmm. If there's something you don't understand, write it down and go back and review it and, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow do it again. Mm-hmm. And eventually, but the thing that gets really hard to explain is like, eventually you'll just not you won't have to think about some of the things anymore. You'll just know them, but you don't really recognize that you know them. That's, I don't know how to make that make sense. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, cause like you, like, as you do the things more, you pick up those like little intrinsic things that you used to have to work to do, but now it's just a piece of your brain. Right. But now you're just cruising through whatever it is. <laughs> um, so like we've both been learning some stuff about trading, right? And so you have been going, I, th- I think, more kind of technical analysis and I've been going more fundamental analysis. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at charts, there's just stuff that you pick up on that I don't. But it's not because you're smarter than me. It's just because you've been doing that more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there might have been times where, you know, JR was pointing something out and you didn't see it. And you're like, what? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But now it doesn't. Now it doesn't even come. Now you don't notice that it's not something that you don't know. You don't know. You don't notice that you've learned it, so you don't get to feel like pro- Like, oh, this is that thing that a month mm-hmm. and a half ago I didn't know what Jr. was talking about. You just, you now the, just the, notice. So you don't notice. The first times you do notice yourself, though, you do feel proud. Sure, you do. Yeah, but yeah. it was very hard for me to like understand that when I was younger. That just there's going to be little things about it that you learn that like, Oh, now when I read PE ratio, I know what that is. I don't stumble on that anymore. I just read mm-hmm. it and it, and it, 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 I comprehend it. Yep. 
Um, yeah, that's the yeah. He, yeah, like that's it's it's hard it's hard to say where where you could have like where the, the the piece that could have kind of intersected for you in those those last two years of your schooling that could have that could have pushed that on you like um like what what that could have been that could have kind of nailed that down and like really really helped you on that way um because you were you, you kind of just had such weird experiences that they were like you would just you, you just missed out on some of those like like you may have yeah like if you somehow had to stay in high school like you might have had like a a c plus plus teacher that would have you know shown that stuff to you or it's 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 like it's, it's, it really comes down to people you know and, and and just teachers and and being in the right place at the right time yeah i just i also didn't understand the point of pushing myself you know it all it all kind of can go back to that feeling i had with hockey when that one parent was like yelling at us and it made that game <laughs> not fun it was like i just i can remember being a teenager and thinking like yay teachers indeed you know I'm not going to be a professional hockey player, right? Like, I'm probably <laughs> not going to be over six feet. I have asthma. Like, I'm not an at like, you know what I mean? But that makes sense in hockey. I just, I've talked about that before on the podcast where I want to talk to my kids about pushing themselves to get good grades. And, but I want to be really honest with them and say, like, the grade doesn't matter. Once you get out of high school, unless you're trying to like do something very specific and go to like an Ivy League school for something very specific, nobody gives a fuck what your GPA was. It doesn't matter. But you should care about it now because what you need to learn is how to push yourself and how to make yourself do things that are hard mm-hmm. and how to stick with things, uh, which is not something that I learned young. And it's i mean that's the the best adult hack i could think of is like stick with the thing mm-hmm. like find a thing and stick with it and do it for you know and tr- and and track it so you know how long you've stuck with it because my mind will play tricks on me in that way where like uh like when big j and i were first starting out lifting and it would be like it would feel like I'd been doing it for months and I'd be like, man, I should really, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I should be seeing more progress. I should be seeing more progress than this. What's happening. The weights aren't going up. I don't, I don't see a change in my muscles, blah, blah, blah. And then, and it would feel like we'd been at it for months and I'd look back and I'd, it'd be like, what? It's like two pages. It's been like three weeks, but it felt like it had been so long. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, as far as like an adult hack goes, I don't really have any. I mean, I, even with cooking, I just think like when Amber and I, because Amber and I, a little, oh, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, I want to hear. You, I've been talking for a while. Oh, I was gonna say a little, um, a little extra money on certain things is worth it in the end when it comes to like certain like appliances or, or things like around the house, where it's just like you. There's there's a reason this thing costs like ten dollars more, or something like that. It's there are certain things you just you just need to just spend a little extra money on, just for peace of mind and just yeah. Yeah, things that are built to last. It, it's something you don't want to spend money on when you're when you're twenty. You don't want to spend money on like like this certain sort of filter or this certain like. But it's you'll you'll understand why you want it when you're 
<laughs> yeah, I think it's things that are built to last for sure. <laughs> but you also have to have the money to spend on it. Yes, yeah. Um, and I liked Amber's point that she said, so the idea that everyone has a gift backfires when you interpret something hard as just not your gift instead of understanding that it's just hard and you can, oh, get, yeah, yeah. And you can get better at it. Yeah, um, that was always like, I was okay. never good at shooting basketball, but I would always play basketball and like I got a little better, but I was just never, like I could never like beat some of my friends. Right. And but, that's where your thing comes in too, though. Like you're not, you're not going to be Michael Jordan where you have a clause in your contract for the love of the game. Like, but I want to be able to sink a few threes. Right. But I don't want, I don't want, yeah. Like you're not going to be obsessed to the point that like he was or Kobe was or things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was going to say, so drawing was another one for me where I, like I never wanted to really do anything with drawing or art. Uh, but Matt, is just naturally such a talented artist. Mm -hmm. And as he practiced, he got better, but it was the same thing for me where like, if, as I practiced, I got better. And if I had still been practicing art and Matt stopped at this point, I would be better than Matt. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's not like I couldn't, I, it's not like I would go to draw and it was just nothing. Mm -hmm. I could draw. I couldn't draw as well as Matt. Matt was more naturally talented, but like if I really wanted to do something with it and stuck to it, you know, now what, 20 years later, I would be, I would be way better than him because he mm-hmm. didn't, you know, he didn't stick with it. And I, I'm not trying to pick on Matt because neither did I, and neither one of us wanted to be artists, <laughs> but Matt, Matt is still a, a good artist, right? Mm-hmm. But if I had stuck with it from the time that we were, yeah, 20 years ago, from the time that we were like 14, 15, I would now be a fantastic artist. Just like Nat Costanza says, art is a skill that you need to develop. It would just take time. Um, and then the other example I was going to give is Amber and I, we moved out and lived together really young and neither one of us knew how to cook and I was just the one... I'm obsessed with food and I want food to taste good. And we didn't have any money because we were so young and just how, I mean, we were, we moved out with part-time jobs and shit. (laughs) Uh, and I just, I wanted my food to taste good, but all I could afford was, you know, like cheap stuff from the grocery store. So I just learned like Amber had to eat a lot of shitty meals like Amber had to eat a lot of dry chicken and not that great spaghetti and overcooked pasta. And you know what I mean? Like she just had to eat a lot of crummy meals, but now like I'm, I'm to toot my own horn. I make dynamite food. <laughs> I make really good food. Uh, but it's because I've just been working at it for the past mm-hmm. 17 or 18 years. Uh, and I have, and the other thing is I have this huge recipe book now where like we just eat, I mean, now with our little kids, like we know the f- meals our kids are going to eat that are also healthy. Like <laughs> Amber says, poor, poor me having food cooked for me. That wasn't that great. Uh, I mean, but yeah, there was just a lot of like, I didn't know what I was doing and I just had to learn mm-hmm. or I can remember getting really mad because I would try to flip eggs and they would crack and I would just be like fucking, you know, and now I'm, I'm 
good at it and uh i'm good at flipping eggs i don't know why that sounded good but um but it's just it's not easy at first it's just the same thing like i just cooked and cooked and cooked and cooked and now i'm good at it and you just especially with cooking you develop like little instincts of just knowing how to tell that something is done or that you oh well the the recipe said to leave this for two minutes but i clearly need to leave this more and yes just learning that stuff um, like like cook, cooking is a science in like only 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 kind of it's it, yeah it's, it's cooking is more of like a like an art because <laughs> like there are, there are recipes like there are recipes like baking is a science like you need to like you need to yeah. use like exact measurement that but cooking is jazz but it's not yeah it's the best way to put it i've ever heard is cooking is just jazz yeah, what, what was it what's that from i can't remember where he's like poop <laughs> but yeah cooking is you taste it as you go and you just figure out mm-hmm. how to do it but yeah, now our, our meals are usually pretty similar because it's like we know our kids eat tacos. And when they eat tacos, they get vegetables and protein. And like when we have tacos, we actually, we don't have tacos with sour cream. We have tacos with uh, like no sugar Greek yogurt because hmm. it tastes almost the same, but it's just way better for you and it's a probiotic. And uh, we have tacos a lot. Nemo, uh, Nemo loves spaghetti. That's what he asked for for his birthday dinner was my spaghetti i make good spaghetti uh gold plated tacos that's right kibby now you know not um, yet well unless you want to poop gold then yeah go ahead tonight tonight we had these uh korean pork bowls that are super delicious um but yeah other than that i wish i had some cool thing like do this with your car or Somebody's got to have something like that. Definitely pay more attention to money than I did. I could be sitting so much better off right now if I had just not been a fucking moron for oh yeah, most of my life. That's a weird one too though because you got to have fun. Yeah, but that that's what your 20s is for. 30 like 30-year-old you can worry about finances. Like it's 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 hard it's hard to like box in 20-year-old you and that's when you should Listen, be like Listen man Amber and I had that three bedroom. It was just the two of us. We had a three bedroom apartment on Grand Avenue. Uh, oh, Big J, it's your question. Uh, I'll get to it in a second. Uh, we had a three bedroom apartment, fucking huge apartment mm-hmm. on Grand Avenue for like seven years or something we spent so much i think that was more in our mortgage payment is now amber can correct mm-hmm. me if i'm wrong it, and yeah, we went and we went out to eat all the time because we lived by all these good restaurants i mean we just spent so much money but like i don't know i would do that the exact same way mm-hmm. now i would i would if i could go back and do it i wouldn't be like <laughs> if, if i could go back now i wouldn't be like I'd I'd save every penny and and blah blah blah. Yeah, it's paid off. We didn't. I mean, we went into debt. We didn't go into a lot of debt, uh, mostly because we ate out so much. Um, you know, like it's it, from twenty four to thirty is just it's like such an awesome period of my life. I don't. 
I do it the same way. Amber says she's she considers it a lot. Uh you manage the money, but you manage the money then. That was fun. So, so, yeah, so she understands what a lot means because she's the one looking at those numbers. How do I ban Amber? It's not a lot of money. I want to make my point. How do I ban her? Um. So maybe yeah, maybe we wouldn't go into a lot of debt then. <laughs> um. But yeah, that was it. Was I don't know. It's. I'm not going to tell my kids to be like, don't spend any money and don't have any fun and live in the cheapest apartment you can find. And, but like, I don't know, man. That, I mean, we lived our, I feel like we lived our twenties. According to Amber, maybe we spent more money than we should have. But to me, it's like we lived in our twenties the exact way we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. We had this awesome apartment. We had we now have friends in like other countries because we had people come and stay with us and uh, we would have parties at that place and went rock climbing all the time. And when you got done rock climbing, you'd go to Brasa and get a bunch of food and beer and then you'd walk home and like, yeah, I, I think that in my life as a whole, I could have managed money better, but like also you got to have fun. Mm-hmm. Big J, we did a mailbag. Uh, it's your question. And it was your question, which was pro adulting tip you wish someone would have told uh, that you found out on your own or randomly, like on Reddit. And neither Dan nor I can really think of one. And the only thing that I've said is just I wish somebody had told. I wish somebody had really impressed upon me that, like, in order to get good at anything, you just need to spend a lot of time doing it. Uh, people don't remember those things that you think they do. That's just like life advice, right? Yeah, but that's the same thing. It's like uh, like y- younger you would have worried will worry so much more about like that stupid thing you thought you may have done, but no one gives a shit. I still worry about that. <laughs> I've been worried all day because Mike and Bonnie made fun of me for being boring. Well, <laughs> that's and not, that's not that's true. true. Um, (laughs) it was mostly body laughing at me that hurt my feelings mike always laughs at me um that's never been a big one of mine i've never been super self-conscious i guess no that's more for me yeah um but yeah i big j must have left oh yeah i get it we I can't think of, oh, that there won't be a point where you get it. The whole thing is trying to figure it out. Then you die. <laughs> then you do. Then you do. Uh, I think Amber and I were just talking about that. Maybe we were even talking about that on our date. Because uh, you, you brought up like LeBron James, like this man who you think understands basketball to its fullest extent. I didn't bring up... I brought up Kobe and Michael Jordan. Well, I'll, I'll say... I'll say LeBron. Then. We'll, okay. we'll go for a third uh, <laughs> to show we know about basketball. Um, he practices the same amount every day, no matter what. Like, you think that he's the best and he's great at it, but even he understands that he doesn't fully get it. That's a great point, too. That... If you pr- if you practice an hour a day every day, and there's a person who practices 
six hours this day and no hours this day and an hour this day and then gives up and you know what I mean? Like if you just don't kill yourself on something, just do an hour a day or two hours a day every day and put your head down and do that for six months and then look up. It's like, holy shit. I'm so much better I, at this. I got fired from my job because I forgot to look up. I hit that guy with my car. I got to look up. Um, Yeah, Big J and I, or, uh, Amber and I were just talking about this where there isn't, there's, there's never a point where you're settled that life is constantly a work in progress. And they're like, that was a big one for me. I would say that I probably figured out after kids was like, there's no, there is no point at which I'm going to be comfortable. There's no point at which I'm going to be like, okay, now I can like, now I can sit down and relax or whatever it is that I used to want. It was like learning how to learning how to enjoy the Dory and everything to like, just keep swimming. Like learning how to just have fun with that of like, it's even, it helped me. So last night I was having trouble falling asleep and you know, and Amber knows like the struggles that I've had in my life with sleep. And last night I was really struggling to fall asleep. Like I couldn't fall asleep, but I didn't have any anxiety about it, which was so nice, which I think helped me eventually fall asleep and then just not be a total crab ass this morning was like, Hey man, even if you don't fall asleep, like even if you only get three hours of sleep, you'll get up tomorrow and you'll just go through your day. You mm-hmm. might be a little, t- you might be a little more tired, but you'll be fine. You've done it before. Uh, and just kind of embracing that, like, it's going to be fine. Like the day mm-hmm. is going to pass and you'll be fine. Especially n- also now having like gone through the whole pandemic, <laughs> there's another part of me that's kind of more calm of just like days will go by. Mm-hmm. And some of the, some of them are gonna suck, and some of them. Uh, I think we talked about that a few weeks ago because uh, I was talking about it with Happyblapper, where I was saying like with my mental health. You know, if you look at it week to week or month to month, it's like this. You know, and I was comparing it to the stock market, as annoying as that was. But if you look at my mental health from like twenty four to now the line is like this, like it just goes up, it gets better and better. And it just, it keeps going that way because I keep, I continue to make my mental health a focus in my life. Parlaying that into stock talk, that that was kind of how it went with, like when I first started looking at trading, I would get so, so dialed in at like the market opened and this chart would be crazy. Like it's going up and down, up and down. It's only been seven minutes. Like it's not moving that much, but the line looks crazy because it's going. It's well, like yeah, especially if you're looking at a one minute ch- chart. But like it's like you just need to like look back at the hours. You know, it's 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 it's, it's exactly that. It's like you need to be able to like understand that just because this is happening right now, like isn't doesn't mean that it's like indicative of everything. That's such a good point. Like just that whole, not even just yours, but what big J said in the whole thing of it is like, (laughs) I mean, it's true with anything. It's true with your friendships. It's true with your, like my relationship with my wife or my kids. Uh, 
you're just going to have good days and bad. And what you should be shooting for is that you're you're having more good days than bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, higher highs, higher lows. <laughs> yeah. Whatever way you define that. Um, shit, there was another thing I wanted to say in there that I forgot now. Um, that was like another piece of kind of good life advice. And that's more what this is. It's like life advice. I don't really have any adult hacks, but really being able to figure out that there's, I used to do, like I used to do that to myself all the time. Where like, if I could just get this thing and this thing, then I could do this thing. Like if I mm-hmm. can just get a job that's this way and a apartment or a house with just a closet that I can make an office, then I can finally start writing. That might be, that might be the biggest one I can think that like now that I think about the question. Where it's, yeah, it's like these things you thought you actually needed, like, it's all just lies. If, like, I, it, if it, I can just get this and this, then I'll be good and I can start this. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not true. Yep. Maybe there's something out there that's like that. But, like, when I really sat down and looked at it, I was like, I didn't need anything. Once I actually yep. started writing, it was like, I didn't need anything. Yep. Once I get the full-time job in the just, house, in the car, it's yeah. like, no, you know, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just, like I just needed to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that even goes back to that like do it for an hour a day where that was writing I would just say like I'm going to write for an hour every day I did that for years I'm gonna mm-hmm. ri- and I wrote books because of it like I'm going to sit down for an hour every day I'm going to set a timer for an hour if the timer goes off and I'm having fun and I want to keep writing I'll keep writing if I'm miserable then I'm, cool I'm done I can do it for an hour uh, Joey's dreaming. <laughs> Can you see him yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> Where you run to, bud? Joey. <laughs> His eye, he went. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I, I, like, it's like like a a big like a. It's kind of with uh, climbing because we we climbed a bunch at the beginning and we got, you know, we, we, were, we were climbing some pretty hard stuff, but then we figured out what we actually wanted and what worked. And it's like, oh, no, I don't need to be climbing V13s. Like, I'm okay just doing fives and sixes are great for me. This is like, I, I don't need to, like, like, I'm going here two days a week for a couple hours, you know. I don't need to be going here three or four times a week for like double that. It's, you know, like this makes, this is, this is just fine. That's been a big one in my life that I think I have historically been very good at. I was just thinking about that today. And I was talking about that with Mike Long the other day where I have, like, I kind of frame everything in terms of like, what do I want? to do what do i want this to be you know i've been doing that lately with trading it's like what do i what do i want it to be i don't like it doesn't need to be what it is for jr or what it is for wade or dan like Mm -hmm. what do i want from it and then and then figuring things out from there uh and that was when i was talking to uh, mike long the other day it was like that was a feeling that i had after aurora because I would constantly be 
having these arguments with people in my head um, that were essentially like, you're doing this wrong or you're doing this poorly or you're a bad person because of this or that or, you know, and a lot of times those people were my dad and my stepmom. <laughs> and after Aurora was born and like my son was happy and my wife was happy and we had this beautiful, like healthy girl. Uh, I just kind of had this moment where I was like, I looked around and I was like, wait, I'm do like, I'm doing everything in my life that I actually wanted to do. And it was, it, I don't know. It was a very freeing thought of like, it's a, it's kind of the same thing that you're saying is like, I didn't ever, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to be a full-time writer, but when I looked at what you had to do to be a full-time writer, it's like, I don't want, I, I like writing, but I don't want to do it badly enough to do all the other stuff that goes with it. Mm-hmm. And I experimented with a little of it. Like, remember when I was like really pushing on writing and I had like a decent following on Instagram for writing and I got uh, several like bigger book bloggers to blog about my book. Do you remember any of that? Mm-hmm. It was exhausting. Like I, I did not like that. And like having to constant, like, I mean, I constantly post videos of my kids now, but having to constantly do stuff on social media and engage with people and go out and, and mm-hmm. fi- like f- find accounts to follow and then try to engage with those accounts. And it was just, it felt so fake. And so it was just exhausting. And it was like, mm-hmm. if this is what I have to do in order to be a full-time writer, I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't like writing enough. I mean, if you want to put it in like it's bluntest terms, it's like, I don't like writing enough to do all of that stuff that goes with it. Mm-hmm. All the like building an audience and maintaining an audience. And it's like, I just want to, I just, I just want to write mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can do that. I can write and n- nobody can ever read it. And I can just be happy writing. It's, it, it's funny. It's, it's not necessarily even that it's, I don't like writing enough. Cause I was trying to like, draw a comparison to climbing because it's not like i don't like climbing enough it's that the amount of the like because there, it's a it's a graph it's a it's a it's a chart basically where it's like climbing and writing are fun to hear and then beyond that it becomes work and unfun like the the amount of effort i would need to put into climbing and you need to put into writing and doing the other stuff at a certain point just makes it, it sucks the enjoyment out of it. It's like, why am I doing this? Like, I was having fun here. I don't need this. I don't need to be doing so much more for really, like, something that is just giving me no actual enjoyment. Like, I'm not getting anything more from it. Right, but isn't doesn't that go back to what we were saying before, where, like, if you, if I really, if what I really wanted to be was a full-time writer, mm-hmm. I would just stick it out. It's like, not because that's, that's not what you want though you would, well that but that's what i'm saying is i've yeah. i think historically in my own life i've been very good at figuring at least that out for myself is like mm-hmm. being honest enough with myself to say like i don't want to be a right a, i don't want to be a full-time writer badly enough mm-hmm. is that a dog or a kid is there a turkey upstairs okay he was making the like throw up 
but I think he was just burping or something. Uh, I don't want to be a full-time writer badly enough. I can be my level of happiness right now doing what I'm doing is arguably, I mean, you I'll never know, but it's arguably higher doing what I'm doing and living my life the way I'm living it now versus living the life of a full-time writer where I have to like manage a following and an audience because you can't just be like a writer. You know what I mean? Even Stephen King had to, I mean, was Stephen King ever on Letterman or anything like that? I I assume so. He had to go on talk shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was one of the reasons I knew because I played in bands in high school, but one of the things that I knew that I didn't want to be in a band forever was like, I don't want to travel all the time and I don't want to go to like venues and meet people and i'm too introverted for that i didn't know that that was why at the time i wouldn't have said like i'm too introverted but it was just like no that just doesn't sound all the things that i have to do to go along with that amber if you're still listening joey's asking to go upstairs i don't know if maybe he has to go out or something um yeah i would say at 35 i've i've at least been fortunate enough in my life to understand how to set myself up to be happy exactly and it's and it's yeah like you 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 tried the thing you saw in yourself i don't want this and you didn't just um keep sticking it out because you thought you had to you right. you, you 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 just like you you had the um you had the foresight and the not will but like you didn't you didn't you didn't feel ashamed in yourself to be like, no, like, even though I thought I always wanted this, some, this thing, I don't that's like, a, <laughs> that's a great way to put it. I didn't feel any shame in, mm-hmm. in saying like, Oh no, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to be a full-time writer. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, that job is not a job that I want. I don't want to do all of that stuff mm-hmm. that goes with it. Like, and I did that for, I mean, if you go back and look at my Instagram, it might be a year and a half, two years. I mean, I gave it the old college try. I every day posted about writing and would write these things about writing and tag other writers and use hashtags and all sorts of dumb bullshit. And just, I, it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I it, it never to me said like, well, I'm not, a good right i don't know if i've ever talked about this before there's a band that i love i love huh mars volta no oh uh and they have i mean they're very talented they've written some very good music they've written some very good albums uh it's a band called emery oh okay i love them and i think some of their songs i mean some of the stuff they they're just very talented musicians all around. Um, but they're not like, they're not a big band. They're not like, no, and like the, an orchestra. <laughs> I was thinking more of jazz, but sure. Yeah. Uh, and they're just never like, they're never going to be set for life. They're probably, I mean, once they like, they just released an album a few years ago that was very good. It was arguably one of the, I mean, it's way late in their career and it's arguably, the best album they've ever made. Uh, 
they're but they're probably never going to be a band that's like set for life they're always going to have to do like they're going to have to work at venues or you know what i mean like they're just going to have to have regular dude jobs and they do you get what i'm saying yeah but i where oh so i was saying the fact that i'm not a full-time writer I've never associated with that meaning that I'm not a good writer. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The, and that was that what, especially what that experiment for lack of a better term really helped me to understand with all the Instagram and trying to like really promote myself as a writer and blah, blah, blah. What it really helped me see is like, Oh, cause I did, I started to build a following. I was getting people to pay attention to my book. Uh, And what I started to see that I think made me quit doing all that was like, oh, this is what I have to do to be a writer. Mm -hmm. Or this is what I have to do to be an author. I can write Mm -hmm. forever and be happy with my writing, but all this other stuff is the work that I have to do to be an author. And I don't want to be an author badly enough to do all this i hate all this (laughs) do you get what i'm saying yeah uh and it was just like but it doesn't it doesn't reflect on my writing at all my writing is still good Mm -hmm. um and i think my friend christian i don't know if he ever listens to these but my friend christian is a really big inspiration in that way because that dude writes all the time and he you know i mean he's not an author but he's a he's a phenomenal writer too. I don't think he thinks he is, but he is he's a very good writer and he's very intelligent. He's a very yeah, I like his writing a lot. Uh, somewhere I have it saved in college. That's where I met Christian. I wrote a short story and he he was the person who had to give me feedback on it, and he just mm-hmm. gave me all this nice feedback. And like, I don't think I kept feedback from anybody else in college. But this one stupid short story I wrote that Christian gave me some nice feedback on, I still have. Because I was just like, oh my God. Christian is the person who introduced me to Gene Wolfe. If it wasn't for Christian, I never would have discovered Gene Wolfe. Like, so the idea that Christian liked something I wrote and and gave me like very almost no constructive criticism. And he is not a person who would be afraid to like give you constructive criticism, which is one of the things I love about him is that he would be like bluntly honest with you. (laughs) And so I don't know. It was just, I felt so good. It was like, Oh, Christian thinks I'm a good writer. Like I must actually be a good writer. Yeah. No, it's, uh, that's, you literally scared me when you yelled. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, those, those are good, uh, it's a good hacks. And again, like those are, that's like, that's the hard thing about that question is that those truly are things that you, for as much as like, cause for all I know, like my parents were trying to do that. We're trying to instill those things in me. But as a young kid, it's like you, you, you hear the things you want to hear. And like, cause you're not like, you're you're out there to like yeah you're you're out for you're out there for number one this would be <laughs> yeah this would be great to like have my mom on the podcast for mm-hmm. where it would be like what are you what are what would your answers be i know what my you know 35 year old dad of little kids answers would be but like 
would a part of your answer be like your kids are gonna do what they're like you can't protect them from everything you can't teach them everything like they're some shit they gotta just figure out on their own Mm -hmm. because i definitely think that like yeah one of the things i had to just figure out on my own and it took a long time was i mean exactly what big j's saying there won't be a point where you get it the whole thing is trying to figure it out then you die yep you Uh, know uh I will say, I can't remember if I said this to Big J or his wife, uh, but I, it was after Aurora, there, there came a time in my life, I don't remember when it was now, but I, I would now say I feel like an adult. For so much of my life, even in the 30s, I felt like I didn't get how to be an adult. And I do, I do now. Like I, I feel like an adult. And I feel like a part of being an adult is being able to admit that there's shit I don't know. And that like, I mean, I, I've owned two houses at this point and there's so much about owning a house. I don't know. And I've just gotten better at not freaking out about it. Like, uh, today I noticed a crack in a part of the, a part of my garage. And I was like, not, not getting obsessive and freaking out. And like, is my garage going to fall apart completely? Like, no, dude, it's going to like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually feel like a adult, like a grown up. but that's probably only been in the last year or two. Uh, it makes me, it makes me nervous that I'll like, I'm forgetting what it's like to be a kid and then I won't empathize with my kids enough. That's become a new concern of mine that I'm constantly thinking about is like, how am I going to empathize with my kids at the same time that I explain to them that like you have to save money? We we uh, doing this will help. I hope so. I hope they actually because, listen. because you're saying the stuff that you used to do as a kid. So I so I think I think it's it's keeping it fresh enough in your mind of who you were when you were their age. Well, I've thought about that with my own parents. I have this video. Uh, that I recorded when Amber and I lived in our kick-ass apartment uh, all those years ago now. I, re- I recorded a video. like I t- It's like a five-minute video, and I go all through the apartment, and you see like our room is a pit. It's got laundry piled up, and uh, and I just it was like, this is a day in our life. Because at that point, we knew we wanted to have kids. So like I, I made this video knowing we were going to have kids to show this video to someday. And I just go, it's like a regular Saturday in our life. And I just go through the whole apartment. Uh, And I made it because I just, I wish that my parents had something like that. Where like before I was born, I could go and watch just something that was just a day in their life. Or like how fun, I, maybe it won't be, but how, I feel like how fun would it be assuming everything doesn't completely fall apart? Not maybe not fun, but how fascinating would it be to go back and listen to the podcast from when you were a you know a three year old and the world was going into a crazy pandemic? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my kids can go back and listen to those episodes or the you know the episodes uh, right after George Floyd was more murdered or. I mean, they can, you know, there's going to, and there's going to be other moments of history where they can go back and listen to their dad 
talking about it right after it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's not a journal. They don't have to. They don't have to infer intonation or anything like that. Like they can just go back and there's a a record with video and audio that they can just see. I just that was Gary Vaynerchuk's whole thing where he was like, I think everybody should be documenting their life as much as possible because how fascinating is it going to be for your grandkids who are doing a, you know, a book report in ninth grade to be able to go back and actually cite like their grandpa's podcast. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter to me if anybody ever listens to this thing besides our group of friends and, and Kibby. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It just, I don't care. I just think it's so cool to have this record of what I've been like. I mean, we've been doing this for two years now. Mm-hmm. So what I was like at 33 versus 35. And it's just such a cool opportunity. And when Gary Vaynerchuk said that, I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense to me. That like, if you if you want to have a podcast, who gives a fuck if anybody ever listens to it? But you it, have it, this record forever. It's weird also to be on the record. Like, it's like even though like our our views may change, like as as this all as this goes on, but knowing that like because we because yeah like we could care less if anybody else is listening right now. We're we're just gonna say what we actually like. We're gonna speak truth to each other. Well, no, that's what I that yeah that's a great point, and that's again a thing that's so fascinating about it is it goes back to what Javin was saying earlier when he said cut to five years from now when Adam says he always likes Shit's Creek mm-hmm. where another really fascinating part of it is that as you're listening to it your your parents thoughts and views like if you if I had been doing this since I was 25 my views would be way different now at 35 and so one you would have to own up to that because you're mm-hmm. now you're now changing your tune, but then two, you would get to hear your parents explaining why they changed their thinking on it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's just a really awesome opportunity to have to be able to like, you know, in real time, for lack of a better term, I don't know what to say, be able to explain to my kids if nobody else like this is what you know this is why i thought like this and this is here's all this new information i have and now i don't think like that mm-hmm. and having to own up to that because we like that's we, like, we've had point. we've had to do that it like just in the in the year we've been doing this or like wait, how long do we know this for two years it's been two years yeah i have no idea uh, well no almost two years because we started the week before aurora was born and aurora's yes. two in a few weeks yes and like because like our views have changed on things over the course of this yeah like drastically in some it's sometimes like but that's that's the point like it's been two years in our lives like it's it's so cool yeah it's yeah i I mean, I've already said everything. <laughs> um, uh, 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 topic changes. I just thought of it. Sure. Um, sitting, sitting like uh, across from uh, Javin, drinking that beer. Um, is that a bubbly? Yeah. Uh, and like eating that burger. It's still a crack. Like, 
like I was listening to something where that like they were they were um, they were talking about how like a bunch of um, you know healthcare professionals and like people like that that's that, that you know that kind of study like the coronavirus and things like that. They're like you know when when I when when I get the the vaccine, like I'm gonna go on vacation, like like they're 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 planning trips for like after like they're vaccinated, like so it's like even though everyone won't be when we are, like. I will be more than comfortable like going to the tap room with you and Javin and Rob and sitting down and doing that because I know that we'll be safe and the person that like is working there like will be safe for me like so it's, it's, well, it's, do, they, it's do they know yet if if you have I, I the think, vaccine can you like be a carrier still I think it's like two weeks. The CDC said, like, no. If, I, you, that, that, if you have the vaccine, can you still be a carrier? They they said that like if you were in contact with somebody. Oh, you're answering you were, my question. It, it, was, it was like two weeks ago uh, that you were vaccinated, like at, at least two weeks. Then you don't have to quarantine. Oh, okay, that, cool. That, that was like a month ago, though. So that may have changed again. But that that was the that was yeah, so. But so at, at some point after like a, a couple weeks, you should not be able to spread. Okay, that would be my only concern, is I don't want to get anybody else sick. Correct. Night, Big um, J. Yeah. Thanks for but tuning it, in. It's like just sitting there, like, it's like, that's going to be, it's going to be weird. Like, it felt it felt weird on on Sunday, but it'll be, it'll be so good. It'll, it'll feel so good. I finally ran out of salt for my water softener. Do you have a mm-hmm. water softener at your place? Yeah. I've never had a water softener before we lived here. Uh, Did she take too much salt? So I finally finally ran out of salt, and I had to go get some. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time being at Target in months and months and Mm -hmm. months. Uh, But it didn't feel weird at all. I expected it to, and then it was like, oh, no, it's just like being at Target with everybody having masks on. And this was before I had the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Uh, It didn't feel that weird to me. I just think... Yeah, I, I, I'm so excited for it, though. I think going out to the tap room mm-hmm. will be really nice. Uh, and I can't promise that I won't cry. Oh, the first, I, that's the other thing I was thinking. The first movie night back. Yeah. yeah. I really might. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys might just have to deal with that. <laughs> Like it, like it'll happen like a couple times during the movie. And it's just like I don't think it'll happen time. during the movie. I just think I don't know. I really don't know. But I think there there could just be a moment where I'm just like so happy that I just I, it would. I mean, I'll be crying because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would just be so happy that I cry, mm-hmm. and I might just have to be like, I'm gonna go to Dan's kitchen for a minute. Yeah, like, like you know, it'll. I, I can't imagine it wouldn't even just be a little like emotional. Just that first time, be like the four of us go sit down at a table, a tap room, like yeah, that will be too. And, you know, it's been literally a year. A at this year. Point. Uh, I was just I had to go do some work in the iMac lab. That Pat, I don't know when he said that. He said that a while ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I said good night to him. Uh, it was the Friday before spring break. 
me and Pat were in that Mac lab getting mm-hmm. it all set up because was, they, were all, they were all brand new. And mm-hmm. Pat would not shut the fuck up about this stupid coronavirus thing. And I just had to keep saying to Pat over and over again, like, nothing we can do about it, dude. If it's going to be a pandemic, I mean, we can't stop. And he's like, yeah, my uncles think about going on a cruise. And I was like, well, you can't stop him either. Like, And he was just going on and on about it. And at that point, I was genuinely freaked out. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I just remember we were all texting and I was saying, like, I really hope that they don't. Oh, no. It was the last Friday of spring break. Yeah. When they were when they when they're trying to figure out if they're going to like. And I was I was just like, I really hope that they just are closed for a few days after everybody gets back from spring break. Yep. And then and then when they're like, we're just going to do a buffer week because of covid. And mm-hmm. then we never came back. Uh, Until now. Well, we never. We're still not back. Back. Yeah. 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 Uh, why was I talking about that? Oh yeah, it's just been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep. Spring. Yep. Spring break. Last year was when everything like I, I still were like going and like getting cards ready for MCA testing that never happened. And how cool, even thinking now, like 20 years from now, Nemo will be 24 and he could be listening to this podcast right now. What's up, Nemo? Which camera am I? Am I this one? I don't know. No, I'm this one. What's up, Nemo? Uh, Or Aurora. Aurora, you'd be what, 22? Um, They could be listening to it now and it would... I think it would also be comforting to say like, oh, my parents lived through this terrifying pandemic. But if I listen to every episode after the pandemic, there's some where they're like in good moods and some where they're like worried about the shape of the world. And that just seems to be the way the world goes is like, sometimes you're worried about it and sometimes you're in a great mood and you know, you just lift up your legs and float downstream. Mm -hmm. There is something to that of like, uh, I think that's one of the things that has helped me feel to feel like a grown up or like an adult is, is finding a way to just ride that middle. Hmm. So I'm no longer experiencing like some of the highs that maybe I did when I was younger, but I'm also not experiencing the same lows. So it's not higher highs and lower lows. It's just kind of like you're toddling. I'm toddling. Exactly. Dan, I'm toddling. I really hope Schwartz in here. I'm tuddling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the most inside joke. Um, but yeah, like I'm just I'm I've gotten a lot better at just I really think after this last year too cuz I was pretty worked up. I think I remember the day where I even said in movie night like I'm guys, I'm really freaked out. And Schwartz and Wade or Schwartz is Wade. Schwatt and Matt did a good job of just kind of helping me calm down. They didn't. It's not like they said everything's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. They just did a good job of helping me calm down. And then since then, I've been able to work on, it's like I said, with my mental health and just coming to terms with it and, and the same thing. I'm not. I'm not super worked up about it. I did get pretty worked up about the Trump thing. When those, oh, that, yeah. When those people stormed the Capitol, that was, I got 
but I didn't get as worked up. I I I kind of checked myself on that. Yes, I'll just for 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 what you've been in the past on certain things. Like you still you were still very upset by it. I was still I was still sky is falling about it, but not as much. Yeah. Um. Gout. Yeah, we should be done. <laughs> I don't think anybody's listening anymore. How many people are in? Two. Me and you? <laughs> Nobody listened to our rant? It was like it was like slowly going down from six. I don't I don't know when the last person left. How many times have we just had this podcast though? Mm-hmm. I don't even care. <laughs> I really like nobody's listening to it, but I really meant what I said. Where it's like I don't care if anybody listens to it, but I I do care if if my kids end up listening to it. Schwan is here. He heard right, okay. he heard tuttling. We got a Dorito. I do care. I hope my kids listen to it, and I hope my grandkids listen to it. I also think that would be really cool if I could go back and listen to a podcast from my fucking grandma. <laughs> that'd be bonkers. And hear my grandma say my fucking grandma. All right. Well, good night, Schwat. And uh, good night or have a good day to anybody who's listening to the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Joey's just ahead. Uh We're brought to you as always by Joey the good boy. Also Mike Long. Mm -hmm. Uh this is your first time listening to us subscribe to us on your podcast app good night mike (laughs) uh you can follow us twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid you can email us this might sound stupid at gmail.com or you can tweet at us at tmss underscore podcast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. fall asleep to joey's head good night